Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hello, Mr. Kirshner. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Actually, my friend's band did that original song. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. ZZ Top, yeah. maybe. Um, so there's not anything legal to talk about. So <laughs> yeah. how are you? I'm good. It's a slow news day. Yeah, yeah. totally. Slow, yeah. slow, oh slow news day. Reading good text messages lately? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How about that from Ginny Thomas? Yeah. I mean, the Ginny Thomas drop yesterday was like, what? Um, and, and again, where is Clarence Thomas? How is he doing? And I feel so, I really want him to get so much better. I am feeling <laughs> for him and his family. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about all these text messages from, from her and, and uh, Mark Meadows? Does, does this change the narrative in yeah. any way? Um, I, I mean, it just shows that our nation is struggling. Mm-hmm. We are suffering, you know, from an illness that involves a, combination of propaganda disinformation um lust for power at all costs conspiracy theories all sort of drenched in indecency that seems to be where we are Mm -hmm. and you know i feel like we're, we're in something of a nosedive i think we can still pull up before impact um but yeah let's talk about Ginny thomas and mark Meadows uh, crazy text exchanges yeah. of, cor- of course shout out to Steph and her mom we're sending yeah. her all of our Thank love you. and our thoughts and our good karma and, and I hope things turn out well um, so you know I-, I was on with Joy Reid last night and when we were talking about it I said you know I don't really say this casually or cavalierly but what Justice Thomas did was deeply deeply unethical at a minimum Mm-hmm. I mean, a sitting Supreme Court justice who decided to participate in a case mm-hmm. that involved his wife's wrongdoing, mm-hmm. not recusing himself, not removing himself, as every judge in the land knows he or she is supposed to do when they even have the appearance of conflict, right. not just an actual conflict. Actual conflict is the third rail of conflict law. And Thomas knows that, and he ignored it. And instead, he voted to hide from the J6 committee, and by extension from the American people, deeply damaging evidence of his wife's misconduct. And it wasn't just shoplifting. 
It was an attempt to overthrow our government. It was an attempt to unconstitutionally keep Donald Trump in the presidency. And Justice Thomas voted to bury it to protect his wife. That's, again, I, I don't want to jump right to that's impeachment material. Yeah. But that's impeachment material if it is proven the way it appears to be based on the reporting. So, I mean, it, it, the, the legitimacy, legitimacy of the Supreme Court is lower than whale droppings. Right yeah, now. it yeah. is. Yeah, it is. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And, and to remind everybody, he was the lone justice to vote exactly. to hide that information. Yep. Uh, it was an eight to one vote. Uh, also that's, that seems like just a dumb, unforced error on his part. He could have easily recused himself because his no vote was not going to make a difference right. in the world unless he really felt like he had to get that dissent out there. And and we know that the Supreme Court doesn't have to go by other federal judges with regard to recusal either, um, which I think should change. <laughs> there should be Absolutely. More. Doesn't it feel like it's time for some sort of oversight, some sort of policing of the Supreme Court? When When we say no man, no woman is above the law, that's untrue for any number of reasons because Supreme Court justices are above the law. They, yeah, they rule on the law. They're the ones that tell us what the, they, they've gotten so much power, so much more power because yeah. Congress has power to regulate the, the Supreme Court to make it bigger or smaller. And they haven't utilized that in forever. Yeah, um, but Congress can't institute rules to police right. misconduct of the Supreme Court short of impeachment. Right. Um, so I think it's time for Judge Justice Roberts to step up and take seriously the, the credibility of the court. And it could start by the Supreme Court putting some hard and fast rules and procedures in place to govern things like recusal and to govern things like justice misconduct. I, I'm with you, Hale. If I knew how to run Stephanie's box, I would give you a <laughs> woo, but it's very confusing over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, Meadows' attorney said that there's nothing about the text messages that present any legal issues. Uh, do you agree with that sentiment? Um, well, it on depends on person's... how you define legal issues. <laughs> That's true. So those texts are what we, we prosecutors would call incriminating. Right. Um, because, she, you know, Ginny Thomas is using her position, her influence, her obvious contacts right. to one very important person to gain access to the president's chief of staff and urge him to, you know, criminally overturn the election's results. I would call that legally significant. Uh-huh. So would I. So would I. I, I uh, like I said, I hope that Clarence Thomas gets a whole lot better wherever he yeah. may be. Yeah. It, it, it is kind of weird that he's just completely disappeared from all public view the very week that his wife gets implicated in something like this. It's a good time to get sick. It's yeah. a good time for him to retire I'm not, I'm not for suggesting health anything, reasons, perhaps. But, yeah. Um, uh, now, this is the other thing that dropped yesterday. Trump's evidence is being returned to witnesses by D.A. Bragg in New York. This seems suspect to me. Yeah, D.A. Bragg, uh, 
needs to explain why he killed the criminal investigation into Donald Trump when the prosecution team, led by Mark Pomerantz, mm -hmm. um, found evidence during the course of the investigation that Pomerantz said proves beyond a reasonable doubt, the standard at a criminal trial, that Donald Trump committed multiple felonies, that it would be a grave injustice if he was not indicted and prosecuted for those multiple felonies. But Alvin Bragg gets elected, waltzes in, and kills that investigation. Now, I mean, just in case people don't know who Mark Pomerantz is, he's a 70-year-old practicing attorney, Harvard, Harvard undergrad, Michigan law, Supreme Court justice. He did two stints as a federal prosecutor at the storied Southern District of New York U.S. Attorney's Office. First, as chief of their appellate division, the man knows the law. Second, as chief of their criminal division, where he successfully prosecuted mob boss John Gotti. He was also, for example, on the New York mayor's commission against police corruption. The man, he also represented lots of white collar criminals as a private practitioner, and he is universally recognized as a subject matter expert in precisely these kind of white collar and financial crimes that Donald Trump committed. This is a serious, serious attorney. And for him to put in that resignation letter, which Alvin Bragg tried to hide from right. us by lying and saying um, his office released a, a press statement saying, well, you know, it's untrue that I am killing the investigation. Well, turns out that was a lie. So mm -hmm. Bragg has lots to answer for. But first and foremost, he has to answer for why he would kill a righteous investigation, because I was a prosecutor for 30 years. We have broad prosecutorial discretion, but guess what? It can be abused. Mm -hmm. And it looks like Alvin Bragg abused it, and we need to know why. We can't throw around charges of corruption yet because it hasn't been investigated, but it has to be investigated. Yeah, it just it seems off to me. I mean, because he claimed with that press release that, well, we're just trying to, there wasn't enough evidence, but there were two witnesses that they wanted to interview in the grand jury, so don't kill the grand jury, get those witnesses up for the, quote, more evidence mm -hmm. that he claimed he wanted. I mean, this is, the, and why isn't the attorney general, like the DOJ in the Southern District now picking up what the DA in Manhattan had? Are they going to do that, do you think? So a couple of things. First of all, violations of New York state right. law cannot be handled by the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southern District of okay, New so York. So what about the AG in separate, New York? Separate sovereigns, separate jurisdictions. Right, right. However, if we think back to the Trump Organization and Alan Weisselberg criminal indictments, because those men are still headed to trial, as far as we know, that man and that organization, right. there were also detailed in those charges federal crimes, right. right? Because there was federal income tax fraud right, and right. evasion. Those things have to be investigated, and I would suggest prosecuted by federal prosecutors. I hope that is underway, and we just don't know about it yet. Right. And what about the state AG? Can't she pick that up and, and run with it as well? Because if the state income taxes were also badly done or fraudulently reported? That's a great question. But the state AG, Tish James, mm -hmm. doesn't really have criminal jurisdiction. She's involved in a civil. Right. She, she handles the AG's offices generally handle civil matters, not criminal matters. District attorney's offices handle criminal matters. There's a little bit of an exception 
for the state AG. She is allowed to exercise jurisdiction over certain business crimes. Uh So it may be that she's picking up that piece of it, because as we know, she was part of a team with Cyrus Vance when he was the district attorney for Manhattan. So it may be that Tish James will now try to roll as much of the criminal business crimes into her civil fraud investigation in which Donald Trump was ordered to sit for a deposition. But again, all of this I think there's lots of moving pieces. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, the Trumps are are, uh, trying to quash their depositions Mm -hmm. because they're claiming that if that if they speak, that can be used against them in in a criminal court, which is accurate. But they can also plead the fifth. And then their argument is, well, if we do that, people will infer. Well, that's kind of the point. (laughs) Yeah. So and and let's remember, Judge um, uh, uh, Judge Engeron is his name, the New York State Court judge. Mm -hmm. He said. And I've never seen judges put this kind of language in an order when all we're fighting over is whether a subpoena should be enforced or not. He said, I reviewed thousands of documents that have already been obtained by subpoena by Tish James. And then he went on to say, Tish James found, and I can pretty much quote it verbatim, copious amounts of possible financial fraud. So there it is. There's another announcement that I think we can look at when we're trying to figure out why in the world would Bragg kill an investigation yeah. where, you know, the, the prosecutors are awash in evidence of Donald Trump's criminal fraud. Do you think it's well, we can't we can't suppose at the moment, because like you said, there hasn't been an investigation right. yet to this degree. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Um, What did you think of the Supreme Court hearings? I have my views as a lady person (laughs) what i thought of them um i've had that look on my face uh several times with certain people i've had to be involved with um what did you i mean i felt that when they argued the one justice that they were going to put a justice up you said it yesterday i think that she never went up i forget Uh, lindsey graham was talking about uh, a a female justice that the republicans wanted to have be the first african-american woman and then they never even brought her up to be to a hearing so why is is that why is that judge jackson's problem i mean they were asking her problems for things that have nothing to do with right like they're bringing up bork i mean (laughs) come on i I mean how did you feel at the end of this yesterday i mean um i I felt like i needed to take a shower to wash (laughs) off what i heard coming out of the mouths of those small indecent little men Mm -hmm. i'm putting air quotes around men because they don't even deserve that title, like Cruz and Cotton and Graham and uh, and who was the other knucklehead? Holly, Holly, the insurrectionist. Mind you, when we see Holly holding up that fist, encouraging Mm -hmm. the people who were attacking the Capitol, 
that can actually be interpreted as the crime of giving aid and comfort to yeah. the insurrectionists. Absolutely. And he was selling it on shirts. Crime, uh-huh. but, but I digress. So, you know, but I, uh, on the other hand, I was inspired and moved to tears by the exchange yeah. between Senator Booker and, um, and Judge Jackson. That is public service at its pinnacle, at its best. That's what we should aspire to. Yeah. You know, that's what our government should look like. So that was wonderful. Um, you know, she will be confirmed. I am fairly confident, and she should be, because she is not just superbly qualified. She's supremely qualified. Look at the way the Republicans engaged in a love fest right. with the beer-swilling, sexual assault-alleged, you know, Brett Kavanaugh, right. who lied through his teeth during his confirmation hearing. Oh, the devil's triangle is a drinking game. Yeah. Oh, we signed our letters F, 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 because a friend of ours stuttered. I mean, <laughs> the lies were right. so transparent. Uh-huh. The 4,500 tips have gone uninvestigated, which is a disservice to the 4,500 citizens who the FBI said, please give us tips about Kavanaugh's unsuitability to serve, and we're not going to investigate them. And can't. Instead, we're going to hand them over to the White House so they can bury them. Right. I mean, you know, the way the Republicans embraced and fawned over Brett Kavanaugh as he cried and stumbled and was belligerent to senators as compared to what they did to Judge Jackson, yeah. who had none of those problems that Kavanaugh had. Exactly. The hypocrisy is pretty obvious. At the end of the day, we're going to have the first African-American woman on the Supreme Court and for all time. African-American girls, as they're growing up, will be able to believe that they can be anything, including a Supreme Court justice, because I have five daughters and one son. And when I tell my girls, you can be anything you want, including president of the United States, they're like, oh, yeah, show me an example. Right. Well, now we're at least going to have one example. Yes, we have. And now I'm getting this and this and, yeah. and We've gone getting long. baseball. We've gone long. You know, I have to steal third. But we right have something now. to leave you on. Um, a, a, a Joe Manchin is officially a yes on Kachanji Brown Jackson. Finally. So that's that breaking right news. now. Oh, that yeah. Let's, ce- let's celebrate Joe Manchin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll take what, we'll we, can take what we can get yeah. when we can get it. Exactly. Thank we you. will. We'll take our justice crumbs wherever we exactly. can. There you go. Exactly. Them up. Exactly. <laughs> right. Thank you so much for coming in with me. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful weekend, sir. Thanks, man. Thank you. You see you guys.